Hey, special ed teacher. It is the end of the year, baby. <laughs> end of the year. Woo-hoo. I know I actually had to hibernate for a minute, which is why this episode is coming out late. But today I will be sharing all about my highlights I experienced this year and what areas I need to work on for next year. So if you're feeling burnt out and need a revival since the year has finally come to an end, come and join us at the biggest live virtual event of the year. It's called Educate and Rejuvenate, hosted by Wife Teacher Mommy. We'll be laughing with teacher comedians like Joe Dombrowski and Christina Kuzmik. And there are over 65 speakers, which are veteran educators, children's book authors, motivational speakers, coaches. And I'll be there speaking about the five areas you must review in IEPs. This event is for educators and homeschool mamas or dads that will be happening in a couple weeks from June 27th through the 28th. The best part, you guys, is that it only costs less than $20, 20 bucks. So come and join us. I promise you won't regret it. And you will gain so much knowledge and motivation to help you relax this summer and also help prepare you for the next coming school year. All right. So click on the link in the show notes to grab your ticket today. All right. Let's get into the show. Hey, special ed teachers. Welcome to Stepping into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I too wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, am I even doing a good job? Until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. The year has finally come to an end, and here we are in reflection mode. After you've hibernated like me, thinking about all the things that made us a better teacher and all the things that we need to continue to grow in. It is a great practice to reflect year after year and analyze what went amazing and what are some things that need to be changed. There are so many things that I did wrong my first years of being in the classroom. Some of these that stick out of my head are not knowing how to separate my students into small groups. I had no idea that I needed to assess each child to see where their current levels were at. Or also my paper organization. Good lordy. I'm still working on that, but holy smokes. It was way worse those first few years. Paperwork everywhere, not knowing what pile I left what where. Then on top of that, student work. How to organize it and keep it in order. Thank goodness, 
after years of trial and error and reflecting year after year, I finally figured out what works best for me. And I'm still working on that today. I heard this from one of my podcasting mentors, Sarah Whitaker from Podcasting for Educators. Go ahead and check her out. And she mentioned when thinking about the past years, she would use the terms glows and grows. And I'll be using the same terms in today's episode. So glows are positive highlights that happen this school year and grows refers to what areas do I need to improve in. So in today's episode, I will be listing three glows that I had this year and then three grows that I still need to work on. So let's get into it for the end of the year wrap up, my special ed teacher journey for glow number one is assessing all students referred pre-pandemic. My district put a halt to all new initial assessments during the pandemic and a halt to all the students' initial assessments that was in the process to be tested. It was about eight students before we left back in March 2020. So it took about a school year and a half to get all those students assessed and they all qualified. The only downfall is I wish they could have worked with me sooner, but it was great that we were able to qualify them before entering middle school. I feel that elementary is the best time to qualify students for SPED since elementary is where they are with us the longest compared to middle and high school. So naturally, we know them better and know what they've been struggling with foundationally. So for my goal number one is finally assessing all student referrals pre-pandemic. End of the year wrap up my special ed teacher journey for glow number two is my first student graduating out of special ed. Woo! <laughs> I was so proud, but I know this child really developed at a fast pace and needed only some guidance academically, but he did qualify in second grade with me. And then he graduated out of special ed this year in fifth grade. This child is so bright. He scored great in his state test scores and increased his LPAC score. LPAC stands for English Language Proficiency Assessment of California, which is our EL learners. And he reclassified out as an English language development learner into a fluent proficient learner. So having my first student graduate out from SPED was a huge highlight and glow this year. This probably should have been number one. (laughs) All right. So for my last end of the year wrap up, my special ed teacher journey for glow number three is a behavior breakthrough with my student. So I have been working with one of my students for three years now, and he dreads testing. Okay, he hates testing, all right? Any kind of testing, state tests, district tests, math tests, writing, okay, pretty much everything. But especially during state testing, it is always like pulling teeth with this child coming in with an attitude, will press all the computer keys. 
He keeps logging in and out of the testing. He knew how to push my buttons, okay? With our students being with us for multiple years, they are pretty much my children, right? And they know what buttons to push for sure. But this year, OMG, you guys, my student had the pleasure of having the most patient general ed teacher on my campus, okay? And this gen ed teacher taught me so much. He helped me take a different approach with my student. I had to switch my own mindset and switch it to a more positive approach. I will actually create another episode around this because I was so blown away at how much my student did a complete 180. But I am telling you, it was like night and day. I was so proud because this year, my student really, really tried his best, which is the best thing you can ask from your students, right? And now, not only did it work with state testing, but I had a breakthrough with how to work with my student so much better. You know, it only took three years, you know. (laughs) It took me this long, but it really was a growing process and his own mother has really done a ton of work at home, but it is never too late to learn, you guys. And please try to make sure that you're open to it. So for glow number three is a behavior breakthrough with my student. Now I'll be switching gears and talking about this year's grows or areas that I need to improve on. So for the end of the year wrap up, my special ed teacher journey for grow number one is to stop getting sidetracked. Talking about distractions in my classroom. Holy crud, it was at an ultimate high this year. And honestly, I think I might low-key have an attention thing going on myself. But interruptions during my lessons with phone calls and needing resources, messages, emails, it was not good this year for my focus at all. Boundaries need to be set up even more for next year. I can't do that to myself but especially to the students. I would get interrupted in the middle of a lesson with my students with one of the distractions, and then it takes so long to finally get my students back on track. Before you know it, the students need to go back to class. Since I have resource and only have them for a set amount of time, sometimes 30 minutes up to an hour, So I need to look ahead with what I can do to prevent this from happening. I can ask my aide beforehand of what material she needs before a lesson. And then with those phone calls, unless it's an emergency, I will message or ask to call them back after my student's lesson. For messages during my lessons, I can input the do not disturb indicator on my Microsoft Teams so no interruptions or messages pop up in the middle of a lesson. And then with emails, I have to be sure to only check them twice a day, which is in the morning and then after school. And that is it. So for grow number one is to stop getting sidetracked. End of the year wrap up my special ed teacher journey for grow number two is taking better care of myself. Sleep was a big thing for me. 
I would not get enough of it. I could not get my daily tasks done during the school day, so I would wake up extremely early, too early, and I would only get sometimes average about four hours of sleep. It was bad, you guys. But I did pile way too much on myself this year with different duties, responsibilities, and then even adding more onto my plate. Completely my fault. But the lack of sleep really interfered with other areas in my life and it didn't go well at all. I was backed up with paperwork up the wazoo. But other life situations did happen, which piled up more and more and more on my plate. So solutions to this would be for number one, get my sleep at least seven to eight hours every, every night. Changes need to be made at work where I carve out time to do my work at work. And I know it sounds impossible as special education teachers, but I have no choice, you guys. It's my own health. Another solution will be to tone down and let go of the responsibilities at work. I've already done so at the end of this year. So then I will go ahead and carry that through within the next school year. So for grow number two is to take better care of myself. End of the year wrap up my special ed teacher journey for my last grow number three is to have better routines. This goes hand in hand with what I talked about earlier and taking better care of myself. But putting better routines in place goes with everything. Duties for myself as a teacher, as well as having better routines for my students. So for myself, this means creating a daily, weekly, and monthly schedule with duties that I know I need to do on a daily basis, weekly basis, and monthly basis. I need to create a set routine so my to-do list doesn't continue to pile up more and more because I already got them scheduled. And then being more realistic with how much time an item or one task is really going to take. I really noticed that this year. I would put 10 things on my daily to-do list, assuming I would get them all done. But then at the end of the day, I would only cross off two things and then I feel defeated. I need to be real and really think about how much this one task will realistically take me. Also, looking at the most urgent thing that needs to get done should be my first priority. So instead of 10 things, I'm going to break it down to just my top three highest priorities of the day. In regards with my students, I want to set up better routines for my weekly lessons. What I mean by this is having my lessons be more predictable. For instance, if we are working on math that day, let's start with a math calculation activity, then a math concept like fractions, a fractions lesson, and then ending it with a word problem. Having that same routine over and over again will give my students the knowledge of what to expect, as well as I know what I'll be planning that next day. So for grow number three is to have better routines. I can go on and on with my grows list, but I'll keep it at a minimum. I got to be more positive. It's my summer break. How can I not be? <laughs> All right. 
All right, now to recap. The end of the year wrap-up, my special ed teacher journey for the year 2022-2023 for my three glows or highlights of the school year is number one, assessing all students referred pre-pandemic. Number two, having my first student graduate out of special ed. Glow number three, having a behavior breakthrough with my student. All right, so for my three grows or areas of improvement are number one, stop getting sidetracked. Number two, taking better care of myself. And then grow number three, plan better routines. I want to know what glows and grows have you experienced this year? So please share it with us in the Facebook group at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed and let us know. We are done, baby. (laughs) So let's celebrate and reflect. But if you're feeling burnt out and you need a revival since the year is finally at an end, come and join us at the biggest live virtual event of the year, Educate and Rejuvenate 2023, hosted by Wife Teacher Mommy. We'll be laughing with teacher comedians like Joe Dombrowski and Christina Kuzmik. There are over 65 speakers, speakers that are veteran educators, children's book authors, motivational speakers, coaches, and then I'll be there speaking about the five areas you must review in IEPs. This event is for educators and homeschool mamas or dads that will be happening in a couple weeks on June 7th, or excuse me, June 27th through 28th. The best part is that it costs less than $20, y'all. So come join us. I promise you, you won't regret it. And you'll gain so much knowledge and motivation to help you relax the summer and also help prepare you for the next school year. So click on the link in the show notes to grab your ticket today. Thank you. Thank you so much, you guys, for joining me on another episode of Stepping Into Special Education. Take care and have a great summer break. (laughs) All right. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend. Take care.